This CosmicReality.com presentation is sponsored by MysticalWares.com. Is there something wrong? Warning! Life support failure on all decks. Abandon ship. Maybe it is time to take command. Bridge to Captain. Join Jan Shaw updating current events as only Jan can. Library computer. Data being received. Produced by CosmicReality.com Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw. I'm the Success Alchemist. You can find me at thesuccessalchemist.net, thewebalchemist.net, empoweredmanifestation.com, on YouTube and Facebook, Jan Shaw the Success Alchemist, on Twitter at Coach Jan Shaw, on True Social Success Alchemist, and on Telegram, US UK Patriot. Today is the 26th of November 2022 and the title of today's show is Evil is Being Revealed, Irregular Warfare, Carrie Lake Fights On. And uh, before I start, I just want to say I hope you, my American listeners had a very happy Thanksgiving. I can't be, really believe that we're this far into the year and almost at Christmas, but there you go. Um, it's been beautiful weather here in sunny Arizona, so doesn't really feel like the holiday season. <laughs> it feels more like summer. So, but anyway, um, so yeah, I've got lots to share with you today, and I want to start with this situation that's developed this week that has caused an absolute storm on social media. Um, I follow Twitter a lot and have seen, you know, a tweet storm, as it were, over this. And what it is, it's to do with uh, Balenciaga, which is a very high-end fashion company. And they put on their Instagram very disturbing images to promote their products using children. So this is the article I wanted to share with you from The Vigilant Citizen. Uh, There's something terribly wrong with Balenciaga and the rabbit hole goes deep. Balenciaga recently released pictures of children holding stuffed animals in BDSM outfits, sparking massive outrage. But there's much more to this story. The luxury brand's recent photo shoots contain a plethora of details that point directly to one sickening concept, the celebration of the abuse and sexualization of children. This was published yesterday, by the way. And it does show these images in the article. Balenciaga is a luxury fashion house that was founded in 1919. And since its inception, it was tied with the elite. During the 1960s, the brand's most enthusiastic clients were elite socialites such as Mona von Bismarck and Pauline de Rothschild, the wife of Baron Philippe de Rothschild. In the 21st century, Balencia became a must in celebrity circles, especially with pawns of the elite. Its list of clients includes the likes of Madonna, Nicole Kidman, Jennifer Garner, Justin Bieber and Kim Kardashian. In short, Balenciaga is by the elite for the elite. And in case you haven't realised yet, today's elite is completely obsessed with the sexualization of children. They're using schools, mass media and everything in between to normalise their sickness and slowly but surely push the boundaries of what is socially acceptable. Since Balenciaga is part of this mess, the brand could not help but to contribute to this culture that constantly seeks to sexualize children and even sicker to actually celebrate their abuse. Why would they even think of doing that? Short answer, a whole lot of them are paedophiles. Even worse, the occult elite engages in the systematic abuse of children for aims that are too evil to even fathom. 
It is only by understanding these facts that the following pictures will make complete sense. Through symbolism, Balenciaga celebrates <coughs> excuse me, an entire culture, one that is deeply sick, cruel and horrific. Highly symbolic pictures. The pictures promoting Balenciaga's holiday products are unsettling and with a deeper analysis of the smaller details, it only gets worse. In this picture, a girl stands on a bed while holding a plush toy bag in bondage gear. The bear is wearing a padlock across its neck, a, fish t a fishnet top, a harness and all kinds of straps. Needless to say, this gear is used in hardcore BDSM sex that, that revolves around pain, submission and humiliation. With that being said, why is a child holding this thing? This stuffed animal represents a literal sex slave, as symbolised by the collar and padlock. In a BDSM context, this is a quote from Wikipedia, by the way, a collar is a device of any material worn by a person around the neck to indicate their submissive or slave status in a BDSM relationship. Collars may be used in role-playing games involving erotic humiliation because they have connotations of control and pet-like status, especially when worn with a leash. Notice that the definition above mentions pet-like status, especially when worn with a leash. Coincidentally enough, there's an actual leash on the girl's bed and I don't see a dog in sight. This girl doesn't seem all right at all. And this is the next picture. And just before I go into that, I'd also like to point out something that uh, hasn't been mentioned in any of the other articles I've read about this. And that is that in a couple of the um, of the photos, there's actually a white rabbit. And if you remember from previous shows talking about adrenochrome, um, the white rabbit resembles the structure of the adrenochrome molecule. So there's obviously some um, indication there or, or some symbolism related to adrenochrome. Um, if you don't know much about adrenochrome, I'm not going to go into detail. Um, do some research. <laughs> Okay, so continuing on, this picture combines kiddie stuff with adult objects such as wine and champagne glasses. Also, there are candles inside beer cans. Why are these things inside the girl's room? Also, there's a leash and a dog bowl. In BDSM, submissive slaves drink out of such bowls. Are they implying that the girl drinks out of that bowl? This interpretation would be a stretch if there weren't two toys in full BDSM gear in the same picture. In short, the entire vibe of the picture is unsettling and full of innuendos. Somehow the one below manages to be worse. And incidentally, that bowl has, it's a stainless steel bowl and it's got spikes around the outside, which is as well seems rather sinister. Everything about this picture screams out abuse. First there's caution tape on a chair and this is with a young boy. The other two were young girls. Um, that kind of tape is usually used at crime scenes. Is this boy's room a crime scene? Did abuse occur here? Furthermore, the drawings on the walls would most likely cause child psychologists to be deeply concerned. In the background, there's a drawing of an evil-looking horned figure. The entire wall is full of drawings that convey the fact that this child is sad and disturbed. Of course, there's this cursed thing sitting next to kiddie toys. And this shows a picture of one of the, the bears, the BDSM uh, kitted out bears. And this particular one has got um, really dark eyes. One is coloured blue and the other one is coloured red. And it's very reminiscent of what they call the panda eyes, which happen when children are abused. So very sinister indeed. 
Um, this juxtaposition perfectly reflects an obsession of the elite spoiling children's innocence. In the past, Balenciaga made it a point to associate these stuffed animals with full-on abuse. And in fashion shows, bruised-up models carried around these stuffed animals which were purposely dirtied up to make things even creepier. And it shows a picture of, I think, a, a young man um, with a bloodied nose and a black eye and bruises on his forehead. Very, very um, sinister is the word I was looking for. The photo shoot above was the work of Gabriele Gallimberti, an Italian photographer who is loved by the elite because he pushes its agenda. And it shows, I think it's a tweet or um, something on um, social media anyway, from the 31st of July. And it says, this is by Gabriele Gallimberti. It says, why restrict child porn but not guns? And it's linked to a Chicago Sun-Times article. And it shows a picture of a man standing in front of a house with a whole array of um, guns laid out in front of him. Gabrielle recently retweeted an article that used one of his pictures. The title of the article, Why Restrict Child Porn But Not Guns? They would love to restrict guns but not child porn. Speaking of which pedo documents. Some Balenciaga pictures do not contain children. However, they contain details that go exactly in the same direction as the pictures above, even confirming our worst fears. One picture features a handbag casually placed on some documents. If one zooms into the document at the bottom, one discovers that it is about child porn. The document is actually the Supreme Court ruling Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition. This specific ruling was not chosen by mistake. It fits perfectly the insane child abuse theme of the Balenciaga com campaign. Indeed, Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition reverses a significant portion of the Child Pornography Prevention Act of 1996 and has a quote out of this or a section out of this a provision of the child pornography prevention act of 1996 cppa 18 uscs 2252a subsection a prohibited the possession or distribution of child pornography which was defined in another cppa provision uh, that's 18 uscs 2256 subsection 8b as including any visual depiction that is or appears to be of a minor engaging in sexually explicit conduct thus 2256 8b banned a range of sexually explicit images, sometimes called virtual child pornography, that appeared to depict minors but were produced by means other than using real children, as, for example, computer-generated images and images of adults who look like minors. Um, the Supreme Court ruled that the ban on virtual child pornography violated free speech, so it was reversed. In other words, it was a win for the pedos, and that's why this specific document was in that Balenciaga photo. They want more judicial victories. Celebrating insane artists. Here's another Balenciaga pick. Nothing crazy, right? The devil is in the details. The book on top of the stack, Michael Borrowman's. Once again, the presence of this book is not random. It perfectly fits the overarching theme. Michael Borrowman's most famous work is titled Fire from the Sun. Um, and it shows a painting titled Five Figures, Three Limbs. In the painting above, we see naked children that are covered in blood and three limbs on the floor. If you look closely above the limbs, we see a translucent figure crouching above the limbs. Kim Noble, a survivor of trauma-based mind control, who paints symbolic images, uses the same imagery to depict the concept of dissociation used in mind control. In other words, these children are being traumatised and they're dissociating. 
Here's a description of this series of paintings. In the most evident terms, Fire from the Sun portrays children aged two or three in various stages of play with fire and what appear to be human limbs, even hair. The children are all light-skinned Sistine-style cherubs, sometimes covered in blood. The children do not appear to be distressed or disturbed, though some viewers at the gallery may be. The drama of the paintings is heightened by their visual connection to each other and, more broadly, to older works by Boromans. The scene in each painting is composed against a similar beige backdrop. This is a set or a stage, devoid of context, withholding of answers but suggestive of a director or someone watching. And underneath it says, Elephant, Michael Boromans, Fire from the Sun. As the description above stated, this scene takes place on a stage and is suggestive of a director watching. This is truly psychopathic. What if these paintings were based on something that happened in reality? More references to dissociation. In some of the paintings, the children are in the process of disappearing. Phantom bodies not quite removed from their gruesome acts. Importantly, Boromans chose to depict children too young to have clear memories. In some fictional future, they might be unreliable carriers of this formative origin story or trauma. The description above from an art website actually refers to the trauma of children, a core concept of monarch programming. Children play with limbs and eat them. While the fire and probable cannibalism imply some sort of ritual, the works are most chilling as sketches of random violence, causal and instinctual. The depicted characters break with one typecast angelic while fitting another demonic. Cannibalism is another obsession of the elite. Some pa paintings are completely ritualistic. Hooded figures holding burning limbs... This looks like a satanic ritual. It's uh, six people dressed in black with black hoods. And there's a badger in the middle. Ritualistic robe plus a miniature version of the figure equals MK Ultra Alter Persona. Again, they're dressed in black with black hoods. I could post pictures all day, but I believe you get the picture. Boromans' work revolves around trauma, abuse, rituals, cannibalism, and a whole lot of naked children being watched by some freak. In other words, this is all about the sickness of the occult elite. And this is why his book was featured in the Balenciaga pick. In conclusion, following the controversy around this madness, Balenciaga issued an apology. That was probably part of the plan from the get-go. In past years, I documented other major companies releasing ridiculous pedophilic pictures to then apologise, i.e. Zara's suggestive photo shoot with a child model. However, that apology is completely worthless. It doesn't erase the fact that several adults knowingly worked on these pictures while several others approved them. They knew what they were doing, even if Balenciaga removed all of these pictures, which they did, it's too late. They're already out there and they know it. The dog whistle was blown. Balenciaga is a fashion brand by the elite and for the elite. They've shown their true ugly faces, disseminated their pedophilic culture to the world, and after some expected backlash, they've erased everything. Then mass media rehabilitated them, even going as far as calling those who spotted the insanity conspiracy theorists. Fact-checking Twitter's absurd Balenciaga conspiracy theory. A headline by Heisnobiety. Oh, I don't know what that is. This is not even close to a conspiracy theory. It's truth staring in our faces. The messages in Balenciaga's campaign are not random and they're not a mistake. They are fully in line with the sick culture that's been described on this site for years. The silver lining in this horrific mess, people are waking up to this crap and calling it out. So this is out in the open. It's very reminiscent of, uh, you remember Celine Dion's 
range of children's clothing with very demonic symbols. And of course, um, probably a couple of years ago, we had this um, scandal of Wayfair products being advertised at huge prices, like a, a pillow for thousands of dollars, which was deemed to be their way of uh, child trafficking. And all these different items had girls' or boys' names on them. So I think people, more and more people are waking up to this. And, um, you know, the backlash comes so quickly now because of all the citizen journalists calling it out. And even Tucker Carlson um, did a spot about this and calling out the uh, very, very disturbing images that Balenciaga had used and the idea that it was a mistake of course is ridiculous you know we got people on Twitter saying look I, I'm a photographer and there is so much attention to detail when you're setting up this kind of set um, to make these um, photos for promotions there's no way that you wouldn't go through a complete approval process before the shots were even taken. So the claim that uh, it was a mistake just doesn't hold water. So moving on to what I've termed irregular warfare, um, I'm going to cover again some videos from SG Anon, also known as Q News Patriot, and also some parts from X22 as well, and um, and we know uh, some of my favourite video <coughs> producers or podcasters. And the first one is from SG Anon. Uh, it's file number 27. It was published the 22nd of this month. Um, I'm just going to pick out the key points, obviously. Um, he said Zelensky is not in Ukraine. He just looks like he's in Ukraine. And of course, um, this is my comment. We've seen, well, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen quite a few posts on social media proving that when Zelensky, you know, makes a, a a video of his speech or something it's actually using a green screen and you know we've seen all these ridiculous posings with um, celebrities and so on I mean you don't you don't go visiting a war zone if it's actually a war zone and the other thing that people have been saying is how come we're not seeing any um, videos of the actual um, military operations. Normally, people, you know, with the number of uh, phones that people have with cameras now, you would expect to see a lot of documenting of what's actually happening there, but there's nothing. And the only things we tend to see are images that are not even of Ukraine. I mean, I found one, oh, it's quite a while ago, I did mention it on on an earlier show and it was an image that claimed to be napalm in the Ukraine except that there's all these cars lined up watching it which you'd never do if it really was a napalm attack and also as I spotted they were um, English UK number plates registration plates on the cars and you can actually do a search on google showing you know matching up an image that you can upload and it turned out that this was actually a marsh fire in the Wirral which is close to Liverpool in northwest England so you know this is very much like what happened with covid where they'd show you these um ICU rooms full of patients that turned out to be, uh, I think, in Italy. So a lot of fake news from the media as usual. OK, carrying on. Xi Jinping will not be participating in the cabal's plans for the world. Chinese patriots are in Ukraine alongside Russia. And this will result in the full scale occupation of Ukraine by Russia. 
Turkey is planning to leave NATO. And we have operating a worldwide military alliance, which is evident in the skies. And he's shared before the number of um, aircraft from different nations that are uh, over the U.S. uh, in the U.S. airspace. Um, A lot is happening worldwide. We're trying to change the last 50 to 60 years of brainwashing forging of the axis of evil, alliances against humanity that were out to destroy us. The alliance is attempting to reverse it while preserving the sanity of the people everywhere. This is no small task. We are dealing with MKUltra psychological warfare, irregular warfare at all levels of society, generational entrenchment of beliefs and habits, and an enormous amount amount of pride in different areas. We have to appreciate the precision, deliberation and purposeful manoeuvring that has gone on in this military operation to allow us to unseat some of these alliances, to reshape the world's bureaucratic systems, to reclaim the assets that we are all entitled to, they were stolen from us, and to provide safeguards for our future security and educate the masses. This is a Leviathan operation. Things are and have been happening. He also mentioned that there were 58 comms in Trump's speech, according to Derek Johnson. Now, I haven't had a chance to track down this video by Derek Johnson. I hadn't actually heard of him, but hopefully I'll get round to doing that and can have a look at what these comms actually consisted of. Um, there's a momentous power shuffle in the world now. The Brazilian military began serving arrest warrants on members of the National Congress and the Superior Electoral Court for their complicity in allowing the theft of the Brazilian election. Bolsonaro filed a document with the Superior Court saying he should be declared the lawful winner because he was the last known leader during the race before it went so awry that it was no longer certifiable. The enemy is being smoked out, some financially, some with public pressure, some with polarisation between political narratives. The goal is identification of the enemy versus identifying individuals who are caught in the middle, who probably wanted to get rich, but who are not willing to go so far as to consign humanity to oblivion. Defections at different levels, switching of sides, confidence rising and falling at different points. Morale is a concern for all military operations everywhere. This is a worldwide event and we have a worldwide Sorry, we have worldwide implications going on. The financial situation in Europe is dire. It was directly affected by the FTX collapse as the White Hat Alliance reclaimed an enormous amount of the deep state's hidden assets. It took enough money away from the central banking system, the Rothschilds dynasties of Europe, that we've thrown them into a panic state. The reasons we have discussions about price caps for energy in several governments in and around Western Europe is because, and this is South, Central and Eastern Europe, they are running out of money and don't have enough money to pay for Russian gas and oil that Russia is asking for it. Price caps are a way to mitigate your own damage, except Putin will not sell to any nation that implements price caps. They are caught between a rock and a hard place. You can either pay us all your money, in which case you no longer have power to influence and control, or you can institute budget means on your end to protect your power and money, in which case we will simply not give you the raw material you so desire, and you will also lose your power and control that way. French and German governments are opting for the more painful of the two. Prepare for European blackouts. They will start intermittently and then grow in length and severity. Prepare for at least 30 days, possibly longer. This is about the survival of humanity at certain levels. And while we do have a white hat patriot alliance that is in control, that control is tenuous 
but only in control of systems that have not been in control of in the past. And we still have other systems that are being vied for and some that need cleaning out. The good news regarding Germany, patriots in the German military and in the UK military have begun a process to implement a provisional takeover of the government authority to the patriot military and they are instigating a process to leave NATO in the background. This would be a back-breaking blow to the NATO alliance for a nation like Germany or the UK to begin a process to publicly separate themselves from NATO. This is a world war, a war for the future of mankind, and we must stop and realise the seriousness of that. Uh, He then goes on to talk about the International Treaty for Preparedness and Prevention. Um, And it's available on Scribed, by the way. This is the Achilles heel for the deep state. The opportunity to consolidate power around the world, an establishment of a bureaucratic one world system. Um, It does relate to this um, pandemic treaty is what it's about, where the WHO is trying to implement this treaty where they have total control over the response to a, a pandemic that they declare and that other nations have to comply if they've signed up to the treaty. So again, it's all about global control. Um, The most publicly obvious step that has ever been taken to bring all countries into subservience under one group of individuals at the very top. Public overture to subvert sovereignty to remove the constitutional process in independent nation states, to make those processes and all of the citizenry governments of those nation states subjugated to a World Health Organization bureaucratic oligarchy. Surveillance systems are part of the treaty. So guess what? (laughs) Including One Health, which is a healthcare system. Um... Outbreak investigation and control through interoperable early warning and alert systems through public and private sectors. And the One Health system or organisation is a telltale sign that the system you're dealing with is a direct extension of the biopharmaceutical World Health Organisation mass murder agenda. The military medical industrial complex is being shown for what it is to wreak an upsetting amount of carnage upon the world. Healthcare systems have been preying on us and taking the lives of family and friends and even ours. Once we see these people and organisations and their agenda, it becomes much easier to clean them out. Each party to this treaty will subvert their sovereignty to the supremacy that is the bureaucratic elite. The final first draft was completed on the 18th of November. Um, Ratification would violate the Constitution by a cessation of sovereignty, subjugation of the American nation to the principles of the UN and could leave us in a very problematic scenario. Um, It's definitely an element of the New World Order, One World Government agenda. We are still conducting clean-up operations, search-and-destroy operations with bioweapon labs, still neutralising climate weapons and threats. We have neutralised a large majority of weapons of mass destruction that are unaccounted for, but we still have cleaning to be done in certain key areas. We have a financial system that has not crashed. We have a petrodollar which, while wounded, is still a very dangerous animal that still feeds a lot of nefarious activity around the world. That's why BRICS was such an important part of this alliance's plan to forge a commerce stroke trading system that could keep the world in balance as we took the US dollar out of the reserve currency status and brought the dollar system to its knees. We still have some form of major false flag to expect from the deep state and we still have to have some form of announcement for a new financial government and we still have to return POTUS 45, Trump. 
actually in in the next one i'm going to cover um there is a contradiction to that you'll just have to wait and see for a few minutes there are so many ways this could go q posted a scary event is necessary for the sleepers q also posted only at the precipice the moment of destruction will people find the will to change and q also posted it's going to be biblical Biblical means events so grand and colossal in scale they can only be ascribed as supernaturally involved and influenced, deliverance being one of those traits or the scale of the conflict. This system goes very deep. The Mossad operating out of the puppet state of Israel have thousands of agents operating around the world. They have blackmail, power and control, influence and in some cases direct ability to control and direct lives. It's an enormous monster to face down and beat. And if you remember, um, Ghislaine Maxwell's father was supposedly linked to Mossad. Um, Epstein, if I remember rightly, had an Israeli passport and has also been linked to Mossad. And some say that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell was also a Mossad agent and was actually his handler rather than the other way around. So interesting um, connection there. So we need to usher in a return of the Republic of the US. We have to place the largest majority of the people of the world in a position that they will accept and ask for military help and for the patriots in their country to do their jobs and stand up. The pandemic treaty could be the catalyst. We have taken steps with military justice along the way to neutralise or extract certain assets and replace them with plants. So I assume he's meaning clones or doubles there. We have been executing justice on the majority of the upper echelon of the Illuminati and Kabbalist secret societies for some time. But there are still many, many combatants that have to be dealt with who are still in positions of power. And he ends with a hopeful message. If the pandemic treaty was enacted, patriot military around the world would have caused to seize their governments and return the world to a state of order. And he said there are 194 signatories to that. Nasara Jasara has to be rolled out fairly quickly. It has to cascade around the world in a short period of time so that we can transition to the new system with the least amount of mass societal disruption possible. If we already have the 194 signatory nations identified, if they are already lawfully signed on in the background to Jasara or the QFS system or a post-BRICS arrangement, that, that would be a perfect transition to remove the Manchurians, the traitors, the Kabbalist puppets at all levels of these governments that are signed on to this treaty or others and simply transition the whole of that body into a new way of life, a new understanding of what an alliance really is between nations and between peoples. The evil ones no longer control the information. As we proceed through this, we will have the ability to hear countering narratives, and we already have, to see who turns out correct and who turns out incorrect. And we will also develop the ability to research on our own, taking no preconceived viewpoint or bias, and validate the information, critically analyse, draw conclusions, and then go deeper, discuss it with others. We win this because we have the ability to connect. We win this because we the people have become part of a much broader and deeper, much more complex military operation than we ever could have imagined. We are all doing our part. And that's the end of that one. Um, here's something from X-22. Um, Depositions relating to the government colluding with big tech over censorship are going to be corroborated by Twitter when Elon Musk reveals what was going on. People are waking up and not doing what the deep state wants them to do. The truth is being revealed. People are seeing corruption across the board in all the government institutions. The truth is coming from many different directions. Everything is being exposed. Um, the Died Suddenly video, um, 
this was put out by Stu Peters, has already got 5 million plus views. Now, this was uh, a night or two ago, so the number of views has, has gone up by a couple of million, I believe. Why aren't politicians calling for the withdrawal of vaccines and full investigation of the contents and the adverse reactions? Um, there's a 40% increase in excess deaths. Now, people have been calling this out, the died suddenly video, as possibly being um, controlled opposition. Um, I haven't really followed Stu Peters that much, not really resonated with him. Um, people are calling out some inaccuracies in the video. I mean, it, it mainly focuses on these um, clots, these fibrous clots that embalmers have been finding in people who've had the vaccines. Um, but it did apparently show in the introduction and in the um, trailer somebody dropping dead on a um a court basketball court i think but which actually happened um back in 2020 i believe which is of course before the vaccines were rolled out so these inaccuracies are causing people to question this and there are quite a few people that don't like stew peters and also point out um links to BlackRock and Vanguard. So who knows? Um, you know, <laughs> there's so much mis and disinformation out there. We just have to be discerning and really, you know, go with our gut feel, I think. CBS has been uh, mocked considerably on Twitter and other social media for finally acknowledging two years late that the Hunter Biden laptop was real was genuine it's comical um and refers again to the marco polo laptop resort report which is like over 600 pages those are just a few points from x22 report and then i was sent a video a link to a video um, on rumble again and this was like um a, a condensed version of a another SGNon um, Q News Patriot video, um, so I'm going to cover these points as well. Um, the White Hat Alliance is bleeding the cabal of their money and all revenues. We are draining the system, but it takes a long time to get every dollar in circulation. Indictments will go back generations. This is a huge multidimensional undertaking. Jeff Sessions and John Huber are doing God's work. They are seeing through the indictments with the civilian records in the background so we can have an honest accounting. The military is doing the heavy lifting to handle the emergency before it becomes uncontainable to save humanity. But we still have to establish a civilian record, a chain of custody that we can pass forward to generations on how we conducted this. He believes that a great deal of the taped confessions that we've been promised have been conducted at the behest of special counsels Jeff Sessions and John Huber. He thinks we'll see every name that's been a household name for the last 400 years. We will leave no stone unturned. We will get every last one of them and ensure that nothing like this can ever occur again. Donald Trump is the commander in chief who is doing everything by the law, by military law. The Constitution has been placed on pause strategically with the greater goal in mind to allow the military to conduct, seek and destroy operations. There are things that Trump can't say. He gives us calculated misdirections that he hopes will be understood by patriots. You can't reveal your plans. This is a giant, gigantic military operation that is being handled by an enormous group of individuals and Donald Trump is the civilian head on behalf of the American people. He is bound by military law. He is the current president in the background. And he refers to Executive Order 13818. He's basically saying Donald Trump is for the people. 
um, which we know, of course. This executive order was the one blocking the property of persons involved in serious human rights abuse or corruption. It's targeted at the Illuminati and the likes of Epstein, Maxwell, Huma Abedin, Hillary Clinton, Marina Abramovich, the Rothschilds. In other words, all the evil people in the world, uh, and particularly the ones who have committed crimes against children. The order dealt with nothing other than human trafficking, child trafficking and crimes against humanity. Donald Trump wants to save humanity. He took multiple steps in his presidency to do exactly that with his executive orders. An executive order that he signed in February 2017 started the process of returning the dollar to an asset-backed currency. Trump was interviewed by military generals to be the one to oversee the bankruptcy of the US corporation. We are already experiencing some aspects of Nasara and Jasara, for example, BRICS, the first step in moving the world to a level playing field. Nasara began with JFK's executive order 11110 to return the US dollar to a silver-backed currency. Currently, we have a blending of civilian and military justice. The Supreme Court will eventually come into this as far as election integrity is concerned. Through the Space Force, we have complete control of communications from both sides, which is why things have escalated in the last 8 to 12 weeks. Now it just has to be brought into the public space. Continuity of government has been in effect since 17th of January 2017, when FEMA put in place Continuity Directive 1, which gives FEMA the ability to act within the context of a national emergency, which includes devolution, the central decentralisation of the civilian chain of command and the suspension of the constitution for a period of time. Donald Trump has a private cabinet that communicate regularly. The military has almost unlimited authority during the national emergency to address what they had to do to deal with DUMS, deep underground military bases, and all the criminals right up to the top elites in business and finance. We had to catch them in their own spider's web and we've been doing so. There was a TV broadcast on the 17th or 19th of January 2021, he couldn't quite remember the exact date, when a major general from the US National Guard stated that we are prepared for a peaceful transition to military power. And I actually remember that. Um, I think I even reported on it at the time. This was a huge communication. Uh, small earthquakes on the West Coast are underground explosions to take out dumbs. Dumbs on the East and West Coasts have been dealt with. Dumbs under the Rocky Mountains are being dealt with now. And he doesn't know quite how long that is going to take. We have enough evidence to understand where we've been and where we're going. And we're being given enough information to be curious and to go on this awakening journey. We are not given the full picture, so trust and patience are required. We just had a white flag moment from the commander in chief, which is what happens before you annihilate the enemy. Of course, he's referring to Trump here as the commander in chief. You give them one moment to out themselves and unconditionally surrender to live. We promise not to kill you yet before we annihilate you. We're at that point in the operation. And, you know, Trump has always given people the opportunity to make the right choice. And I think this is another example of that, that, you know, if they out themselves and surrender, um, they'll be spared long enough to go to trial to military tribunal. We are at that point in the operation. And this is the real um, bombshell key point. 45 never left. This is a glorious time to be alive. No need to worry. Trust the plan. We've got this. So as we've suspected, and of course, with all the Patel Patriot articles on devolution, um, We've all, I think we felt that the White Hats have been in control, that Trump is still 
the president. And um, so this really confirms what we suspected, I'm glad to say. And then finally, to move on to the latest in the Arizona midterm election, uh, Carrie Lake is refusing to concede and continues to fight. The Epoch Times reported um, yesterday, Carrie Lake vows larger legal challenge after first election lawsuit filed. Arizona Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake said that she is planning a larger legal challenge than the one that her team filed against Maricopa County earlier this week. So we filed this lawsuit in court today asking the county to cough up some of the public documentation we need for our bigger lawsuit, she told Just the News Wednesday. Lake added that she has not determined what the remedy of the lawsuit would be. Many people are saying they want a redo of Maricopa County. I've heard people say, throw it out. We have not determined what the remedy is, but I don't think you can fix what happened, she said. Lake, a Republican backed by former President Donald Trump, criticised how the county ran the election, saying there were three-hour lines in part caused by problems with the tabulation equipment at polling locations, in an interview with Newsmax. Earlier this week, Lake's team filed a lawsuit against Maricopa County that called for the release of the country's, I think that should say county's election records. We have a case that we're putting together that I believe is going to be shocking. Lake, a former local television host, said of the lawsuit. We have whistleblowers coming forward. We have inside information about how this was run, what was going on behind the scenes. What they did to our sacred vote is unforgivable. Authorities in Maricopa County on November 8th confirmed that tabulators in numerous polling locations had problems and told voters they had the option to leave their completed ballots in drop boxes for later counting or to go to a different voting site. Later that day, those officials, Maricopa County Supervisor Bill Gates and County Recorder Stephen Richer, said they identified the printer problem and claimed that no votes were disenfranchised. People were still able to vote. It was just a matter of maybe not voting in the way they wanted to, Gates said in a news conference on November 8th. We do not believe that anyone has been disenfranchised because no one has been turned away. Last week, Democrat Katie Hobbs, who is Arizona's Secretary of State, declared victory over Lake. Election data show that she is currently ahead in the race, although Lake has not conceded. Requests. Arizona's Attorney General's office also issued a letter to Maricopa County and requested answers for problems relating to Election Day. These complaints go beyond pure speculation but include first-hand witness accounts that raise concerns regarding Maricopa County's lawful compliance with Arizona election law, the letter stated. The office requested the information before Maricopa County submits its vote canvas to the Secretary of State because it relates to its ability to lawfully certify election results. County officials have until November 28th, which of course is Monday, to respond to the letter's request. But in response, Gates said Maricopa won't delay the vote canvas. Prior to the canvas, the county will respond to a letter from the Arizona Attorney General's office requesting information about the administration of the November general election, he said last week in response to the letter. Board members received this letter on Saturday night and had a team working on a response all day Sunday, even as staff continued counting votes. We look forward to answering the AG's questions with transparency as we have done throughout this election. Ha ha. Lake's recent comments come as outgoing Republican Arizona Governor Doug Ducey met with Hobbs on Wednesday and confirmed he would work with her to carry out a transition of power. Now, I was appalled at this because we've got other counties, as I reported on last week, refusing to certify this election because of what's happened, not only in Maricopa County, but also in other areas. Um, so I do think it's very premature for him to 
start a handover process. Anyway, the article ends by saying, with 99% of the vote counted, Hobbs leads Lake by about 16,000 votes, according to the Associated Press. The Epoch Times has contacted Maricopa County for comment. And, of course, we know that they mixed up um, uncounted ballots with ballots that had already been counted in this Box 3 fiasco. So the whole thing in my opinion, needs to be redone. Um, But we'll have to wait and see. And then the Western Journal reports, Arizona Freedom Caucus says there's only one true solution for what happened in Maricopa County. This was published on the 23rd. The post-midterm election chaos in Arizona continues as members of the Arizona Freedom Caucus condemned Maricopa County election officials in a stinging news statement this week. According to the Arizona Sun-Times, AFC members published the statement on Monday. In it, the members accused Maricopa County election officials of breaking the law regarding how they managed the process of running the polling precincts and counting the results of the 2022 midterm elections and demanded the resignations of several county election officials. These officials in Maricopa County have utterly disgraced their office, destroyed all faith in our electoral process and shown that the only true solution is for them to resign in shame, the statement read. The AFC members didn't pull any punches in the statement, saying officials such as Maricopa Board of Supervisors Chairman Bill Gates failed Arizona voters and questioning whether some were criminals. After taking an absurd and unnecessary amount of time to count ballots, we are now finding Maricopa County election officials may not merely be incompetent, but may also be criminals, the statement read, quoting State Representative Jake Hoffman, the AFC chairman. The Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, including Chairman Gates and Recorder Richer, have utterly and embarrassingly failed the people, the statement added. And it does show the actual letter that was sent. Sorry, it was actually a press release by the Arizona Freedom Caucus. They have not merely failed Maricopa County. They have failed the entire state of Arizona, the statement continued. The pointed statement came in the wake of a letter penned by Arizona Assistant Attorney General Jennifer Wright, which highlighted what she believes to be several instances of violations of election laws as it relates to the results of the 2022 midterms in Maricopa County. Wright demanded accountability in the letter, especially for situations like the malfunctioning printers that reportedly prevented many voters from casting their vote on election day, or at the very least made them feel disenfranchised and unsure if their votes counted. Arizonans deserve a full report and accounting of the myriad problems that occurred in relation to Maricopa County's administration of the 2022 general election, Wright wrote in the letter. Gates had responded to the letter in a statement of his own, promising to comply with the information that Wright demanded. The response was posted by the official Maricopa County Twitter account. In the post-election aftermath, Chairman Gates has received intense backlash both online and in person for the many issues experienced during and after the election. According to KSAZ-TV, deputies from the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office confirmed Sunday that the department is handling a security detail for Gates' new undisclosed location, where he has reportedly retreated for security purposes. Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Penzoni held a news conference in which he slammed those who threatened election officials or challenged the election results as anything but legitimate. We do not need interference from people outside the state to tell us how to run an election or what elected officials are deserving to be in their positions, Sheriff Penzoni said. We get to choose, you don't, and you don't get to threaten the people that lead this state. That's not acceptable and we're not going to tolerate it. Well, that was not exactly a truthful statement, was it? Um, (laughs) Considering that the election results are anything but legitimate. 
Okay, so that's all I have time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll join me for another Cosmic Creating show next week. Uh, just to remind you, if you can find me at the successalchemist.net, the webalchemist.net, empoweredmanifestation.com. I would like to thank Nancy Hopkins for producing and also thank Derek Condit, who is our sponsor of the Cosmic Reality radio station. You can find wonderful uh, metaphysical items at his website, mysticalwares.com. So that's all for now. Until next time, stay well, be safe and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw, updating current reality, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Reality Radio. We appreciate your support. Please visit our sponsor at mysticalwares.com for our huge selection of metaphysical products, gifts, candles, incense, and one of the largest Shungite collections available. Cosmic Reality Radio is sponsored by Mystical Wares Online Store, where coupon code SAVE10 will get you 10% off your entire order at mysticalwares.com. <laughs>